Dr. Sid was priceless. Um, he had a lot of these uh, sayings and a lot of these mannerisms and a lot of these um, kind of things like dropping the keys you saw him do. Now, this was the, the, the kind of stuff that he did was like, it was very inspiring uh, for a lot of us. Uh, it's really a shame that we don't have anybody uh, now who's kind of like Dr. Sid um, to really lead uh, chiropractic. You know, one of you guys might be that next Dr. Sid. That's why I keep on showing his videos and Dr. Santo and Dr. Sid and with hopes that someone, uh, some young person is gonna take on the helm of where Dr. Sid um, left off. Um, and <clears throat> Dr. Sid had these amazing sayings. Uh, and we, we used to call them, in, when I used to go to Dynamic Essentials, we used to call them um, Sidisms. Uh, Sidisms. Uh, things that, like these little quotes that just were, were, were really important. He said a couple of them in this, um, like made up mind. I don't know if you caught him saying that. Made up mind. Uh, that's one of my favorite um, quotes that he would say because, like, you can't, you can't be the chiropractor that you want to be unless you have a made up mind to do it. Right? Uh, and that goes with a lot of things. Number one, it goes with like, like a made-up mind is something that actually, actually comes from Think and Grow Rich with Napoleon Hill. <clears throat> and uh, what a made-up mind me means that like I have a goal and it's set in stone and I am going for it. Right? And nothing will dissuade me. You know, I don't care about the student loans. I don't care about I got nothing in the bank and I got creditors and I got all these payments and, and everything's against me and my parents can't support me and my friends are against me. I don't care. I got a made up mind. I have to do this anyway, right? Because the, the vision is bigger. The vision is bigger, right? So that was a huge thing for me when I first got out in practice and with doc, hearing Dr. Sid's message in my brain all the time is I need to have a made up mind because, you know, my parents used to always say, Drew, you're working too hard. Drew, you don't have enough money to do this kind of stuff. Drew, you don't have any experience. Drew, you're, you're not a business person. You don't know how to run your own business. How could you possibly run your own business, right? You have no money. You have no experience. You, know, you could adjust people, but, but you got to be to understand like financial things. You can't do any of this kind of stuff. And they were well-meaning, right? They loved me and I loved them. Uh, but, but they just, they came from lack, right? So they were, they tried to install their lack into my head and I wouldn't let them. You know, and I used to listen to Dr. Sid in the car and think and grow rich in the car and read all these books. And I, was, I just put this stuff in my brain so that nothing would get past it, right? And, and that's, the, that's what he means by having a made-up mind is what are you doing now to give yourself, a, to make yourself have a made-up mind? Like, are you taking the time now while you're here in school to, to create a made-up mind? Are you reading Think and Grow Rich? Are you reading um, Richest Man in Babylon? Are you reading Seven Habits Highly Effective People? Are you reading the green books? If you're not doing this stuff, then you're not preparing yourself. You know, if you're spending your time on Facebook, if you're spending your time, you know, doing like, if you're spending your time doing a lot of stuff that is not actually giving anything back to you, then you're just wasting your time. And then you're going to be wondering a couple of months or a couple of years from now, how come my practice isn't doing that good? Because you haven't really prepared, right? Just because you graduated school doesn't mean you're ready. All it means is that you graduated, right? Just because you have your boards behind you doesn't mean that you're ready. And I see this a lot with a lot of former students who are talking to me about this kind of stuff. And they, they, they say, I should have trained more when I was in school. I'm like, well, but you didn't. So now do it now, right? Read the books. You know, what should I read? Think and Grow Rich, Richest Man in Babylon, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. His book, Dr. Sid, has a book, Lasting Purpose. <coughs> 
read those kind of things. Another one of my favorite sayings of his, and I, I say this to myself almost every single day, is see the fields white with harvest. See the fields white with harvest. Now, what does that mean? What that means is like when a farmer is going out and planting his crops, right? Does he see... Does he see the field with the crops in it? Or is he see, is he putting one seed? Remember, this is before they had electronic stuff like Monsanto and everything. So they are planting one seed at a time, right? They're hoeing everything and, and putting the seeds in and pushing it down like this and hoping that the rains come. But you, you're not doing it to plant the seeds. What are you doing it for? You're doing it for the harvest at the end. So in the spring, when you're working your tail off, hoeing the garden and fertilizing and putting all those, whatever else you got to do and making sure it's, you're weeding it and that kind of stuff and getting the bugs away, right? You're doing it because you're seeing the fields white with harvest. In other words, you're seeing the end result, right? So 29 years ago, when I graduated from, uh, from life, 29 years ago, I saw the fields white with harvest. I saw what I am experiencing right now. I saw myself teaching. I saw myself seeing all these different kids. I didn't know where I was going to be and how I was going to be doing it. I couldn't manifest the specifics, but I saw this happening, right? Because, so I saw the fields white with harvest. I prepared my brain in advance for what I wanted, right? It's like visualizing and, and, um, and creating vision boards and mission statements and all these kind of things. These were the preparation to get you ready so that when you graduate, you are ready to do this kind of stuff, right? So that's what this was, you know, what, what these Dr. Sid-isms are all about. You know, he used to talk about... Um, uh, one of his, he kind of mentioned it sort of today when he talked about this gingerbread person. Uh, but he had a, a much better story that he told uh, at DE a number of times. And he talked about how, um, uh, he was talking about somebody else that he had met, another chiropractor. And this chiropractor was staying, uh, was, uh, staying in some hotel somewhere. And uh, he was a very successful chiropractor. And then all of a sudden he heard the roar of an engine of like a sports car. Um, and he, was, he, opened, he looked down out the window there, and there was some like brand new Corvette. This was like the 1980s, right? So a brand new Corvette. Um, and uh, it was across the street from a, from a car dealership. And he was drawn to this sound, the, you know, that, that deep throating sound of like, like the room of, a, of a, like a Corvette with like a 350 engine. He really was drawn to that, to that noise. And he went down uh, to the place, and the guy was talking to him about the car, and he took a test drive in the car, and he felt all that power you know, that has in the car. Remember he's talking about the love, like you gotta hold on to the love? Dr. Sid would say you gotta hold on to the love like a butterfly. Like how would you hold a butterfly you had in your hands? You wouldn't go like, like this, right? You'd be holding it like this, right? And allowing that butterfly to gently flap, you know, its, its wings so you, you hold it very, very gingerly and very carefully. So, um, you know, what he says about this guy is, is he lost, he lost like holding the butterfly correctly. So what happened is he went to this thing and he, he drove around the car and he decided to buy the car um, and he lost his thought, he lost his, his way. He started thinking about, wow, I'm a successful chiropractor. I, not, I should start buying myself all these fancy toys and I should, and then he went home and he bought himself a big house and he started like thinking about all the things that he could buy for himself instead of all the service that he was giving and he lost his practice after a while because he was thinking about all the, all the things he wanted to accumulate instead of the reason that he was there for in the first place. And then he actually started going back to DE to get himself back together again and to find that love again, right? So it's very, it's very important once you find that love is to hold on to it, right? Just like he was saying that, find that love, find the passion, 
you know, and make sure you have the vision. Like he talked about Ty Cobb. I don't know if anybody even know who that is. Um, yeah, most people don't. Uh, but back then, Ty Cobb was like Babe Ruth. You know Babe Ruth, right? Right. But he was like the most, one of the most amazing, two of them were some of the most amazing baseball players back in the early 1900s. And they used to go like this. They would point to where they were going to hit the ball. And then the pitcher would pitch it and they go, poof, and they hit it right over there. Right. And these guys were just amazing. Like there are amazing players out there now in the baseball league, but not the way Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth used to be. They, they used to be like, like they were just it. They were powerhouses. Um, so, and he, so he would talk about like, see, just like, just like the Fields White would harvest, be like Ty Cobb. Do you want to have a busy pediatric practice or a sports practice or whatever kind of practice you want? Well, you have to see that. Right? So you go up to your office every day, and I see the office filled with people. I see the office you know, filled with, I see all the kids that are coming. I see all the new patients that are coming. I see all the, the pregnant women that are going to come. And that's the vision that you need to hold you know, with yourself. And you know what? Sometimes, that, sometimes you're going to slip. <clears throat> and BJ talks about it in one of his stories called slipping and checking, where like, if you're playing golf, it's really easy for you to know that you messed up. Right? Like instantaneously, you know. So you're here, and you go like this, boom, and it goes, and it just dribbles down or it goes into the lake, whatever. Instantly, you, you have feedback. There's instantaneous feedback. But in life, you don't have that feedback, do you? Right? In life, you don't have instant feedback. So you can be messed just like this guy, you know, they, Dr. Sitz talked about, he's buying the car and he buys the house. He's not getting instant feedback. His practice is still doing well. So he's not getting instant feedback. But what's happened is, is that the, the, the universe is now disconnecting from him. And it takes a longer time for that disconnection to be manifest versus in a golf swing. And then over time, his practice started dropping and dropping and dropping until he went back to DE and got himself back together again, right? So you, the, the moral of the story, what I'm trying to tell you guys, is that as a student right now, <clears throat> you think your main job is to get the hell out of here, right? Get out of Dodge as fast as you can. And it is. That certainly is part of your mission is to get out of here. But the real mission is your service, right? The real mission is, is what you're going to do. Like, you will make a lot of money. You will pay back all your student loans. All these kind of things that you have fear about is not going to be a problem. <clears throat> the problem is, the thing that you have to do is prepare yourself for that, right? And in the couple of months or six months or a year or whatever it is that you have left <clears throat> here at Life University, <clears throat> take that time. <clears throat> take that time to build your brain. Take that time to read the books I just mentioned. If you haven't read Think and Grow Rich, Richest Man in Babylon, and Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you are behind. You are absolutely behind because those are classic books to train your brain to the next level, right? You can't get to the next level reading Facebook. I'm sorry. It's a great tool for, uh, you know, for getting new patients, that kind of stuff. But if you spend a lot of time on Facebook, I'm telling you, you're, it's wasted time, right? I want you to think about from now until when you graduate, the time you're going to put into things is going to be time that's going to be deposits in your practice bank account. So every book that you read, like Think and Grow Rich, is going to mean millions to you in your practice bank account. And every time you listen to a podcast or go to a chiropractic seminar or <clears throat> read a green book, it's millions in your chiropractic bank account. And the more time you spend on wasted nothingness that will not give something back to you, then the more you're going to wonder in a few years from now, how come my practice isn't exploding the way I thought it would? Because a lot of people think when they graduate, I got my degree, I'm ready, here they come. And there is, a, uh, there is something to say, uh, the old Field of Dreams, remember Kevin Costner, which is a great movie you all should watch. Have you all seen that movie? Field of Dreams, if you haven't seen it, you really should see this movie. 
Um, if you build it, they will come, is the famous quote from that. If you build it, they will come. <clears throat> and that's true to a point. But they, what they don't really say in that quote is if you build it and you see it complete and you see the fields white with harvest and you see it like Ty Cobb or Babe Ruth pointing to the place where he's going to hit it, then they will come, right? And that takes, one of another doctor says, is painstaking, prep, <coughs> painstaking preparation, <coughs> right? Like he would use, another, <coughs> one of my favorite quotes is long days and sleepless nights. So it, it's hard work. Right? And, so, and just because you went to the school and graduated, doesn't, that's not the hard work. The hard work's just beginning now. Right? The hard work is just beginning. Graduating is just one chapter in the next place. Then you write another chapter, and it's a different kind of hard work. And the tests, <clears throat> they go from tests like every couple of weeks, you know, in the like fifth week and tenth week and eleventh week, you have some tests. Right? That's not like that in the real world. Guess when the tests are? Every day, every day, every day you're getting the tests, right? So it's just a different kind of test. You just don't bubble a Scantron, but they're still getting tests. <clears throat> so um, I hope by, talking, by showing you Dr. Sid and this amazing, his amazing strength, and the guy was like 70 years old in these pictures, in this video, and what an amazing strength that this guy had. Like I, I hope to be as powerful as he was at 70, you know, 80 years old. Um, you know, at 54, I, I look up to that and say, that's what I want. I want to, you know, be as strong as possible. And yeah, he made some mistakes, right? I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm not going to listen to anything about Dr. C because he made some stupid mistakes. And he, blah, blah. you know what? We all make mistakes, right? You made mistakes. I made mistakes. We all make mistakes. He played on a way bigger level than we ever do, right? So his mistakes were big. That's because he was playing in a whole different playing field, right? So don't judge Dr. Sid, for the mistakes he may have made because he didn't make some, uh, you know, think about if you were in that position, right, uh, maybe you'd make some mistakes too. But he was, God bless you, he was an amazing man, an amazing mentor, and if he wasn't, if it wasn't for him, none of us and none of this would be here, right? So I want you to really think about that. <clears throat> he was that important to chiropractic. <clears throat>